Camp, Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Welcome Radio. to Camp Radio, Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. I'd like to thank you for joining us today on Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Page, and I'll be your host. We are continuing our series on pastoral health, and we have Joe Sorrow here with us from the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board with uh, over 37 years of pastoral and ministry work in, in, under his belt. Uh, Joe, thank you for being with us again today. My privilege, Kevin. Thank you for the invitation. We want to talk today about uh, a difficult topic, I think, that every pastor wrestles with, as well as all these different issues within our pastoral health uh, series. But uh, building a strong family relationship in a glass house, the church, how do we deal with that? You know, that's a great question, Kevin. For me, it all goes back to, first of all, the call of God on my life as God's called me to ministry. And then with that, then it's understanding that within ministry, there are priorities in ministry. I think it was Ernest Mosley that wrote a book called Priorities in Ministry that I read way back when I was at Carson Newman back in the dark ages <laughs> when they were still Carson Newman College, right. you know. Yeah. And uh, But I've read this book uh, on the priorities of ministry, and he talks about sort of a concentric circles of ministry. And he starts talking, uh, talks about our love relationship with Jesus Christ being first and primary, primary in our lives. Mm. And then that love relationship with our spouse and then our children. And then on the outside of those relationships comes the relationship we have in terms of our ministry, our church, and in the, in the vocational part of our jobs. Mm-hmm. And the problem that sometimes we get into is sometimes we confuse the love relationship with Jesus with our job right and in the midst of that then our families get pushed to the wayside and uh and everything's all about ministries and something that i was taught a whole long time ago that uh, if you lose your family you've lost your ministry mm, yeah. and so you better put your family up there in a proper priority and so for me it really comes down to understanding the priority of where family fits in ministry mm. that family has got to come right after my love relationship with christ and for me, as I saw that modeled, my dad was a longtime pastor, and I saw him model that. I saw him live that out. I saw how he treated my wife and so he taught, how he treated the, the, all of us kids and how he modeled that by, by at times saying no to his church job in order to say yes to his family. And so even as uh, early on, uh, before my wife, Teresa, before we were married, we had long, long discussions about how that God, what God's call on my life was. I wanted her to understand she was marrying a preacher. She was marrying a pastor. She was marrying a guy that's going to do ministry and, and, and knowing a little bit of what that was going to look like and, and knowing that uh, folks that don't grow up in pastor's homes and all of a sudden they find themselves in a pastor's home, they're surprised at what all that looks like. And so I tried to lay all those things out to her. But in that, I also committed to her that she would all always rank second unto Jesus. Jesus would be my first priority, but not my ministry. Right. Jesus would be my first priority, and she would be my second priority, and my kids would be third priority. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get those things confused, even between our spouse and our kids, but something mm-hmm. that I've learned 
and uh, both of my kids are now married and they're gone. Mm-hmm. And something I learned that those, uh, is, uh, is, is I've heard people say, those stinking kids will leave you. And so <laughs> when they leave you, you know, you, you think, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do now? But if I've kept my love relationship with my wife the mm-hmm. way that it should have been, so then that, uh, so I still have that great, great relationship. And, uh, and that's the way that God designed us. And that's the way God meant for it, for it to be. And so it really does start off uh, when I think about how do I build this strong family in a glass house, in this house that everybody's watching. And they are, everybody's watching the preacher's kids. Everybody's watching the pastor's wife. Is she showing up for church? Is she, what's she wearing? Is she got on too much, uh, uh, you know, uh, makeup, you know, all the, you know, what jobs is she doing at church? And in the midst of all of that, then how, how do we do that? And I think it's really, it starts by understanding priority and making a commitment right up front to our spouse. Mm-hmm. You will be second only to Jesus, right. not second to the church, yeah. not, not not even second to the kids, mm-hmm. but understanding those priorities. And then to let our kids know you are priority to me. And so that to me is, is, is one of the places that we start. And, uh, and so then from that, then there are some applications of that, if you will. And one of those applications is then if, if my wife is going to be important, then I'm going to schedule, I'm going to block mm-hmm. off times and uh, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her time, but I'm going to block off specific times that I'm going to spend with her, such as date nights and things like that. Right. You know, and uh, boy, when we are dating, uh, we can't wait for those dates and mm-hmm. all those things and they're priority to us. And then we get married and then after being married a number of years and if we're not careful, then those date nights cease. And those date nights do change. Your some of the things that you enjoy doing are not so much. You know, you uh, back years ago dating. You know, movies were a big thing for us, and mm-hmm. so we go see movies. And then now, all of a sudden, bo- movies are just not so big to us. Right. But you know what's really neat is when you can take a date night and you can walk through Lowe's or Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I will tell you, the date night is cheaper to go to the movie than it is to go to Home Depot. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but we love to do a date night and go to walk through Home Depot or Lowe's. Yeah, we and we used to same when we first got married. We would movies. We were all uh, loved to go to movies together and. And then we had uh, kids, and of course they were at home, and you didn't take them quite out, you know, especially in the movie because they had to be quiet. You couldn't yeah. go to the movie, so yeah. that kind of uh, and we we do movies together as a family. But our date night is more like going to a restaurant when we're by ourselves, mm. you know, yeah. alone. Of course, we yeah. love to be with our kids and love to have fun with them. But those are just treasure times that just her and me and. We could just talk and just spend time together. Yeah, and I would really encourage you, Pastor, that, you know, if it's possible, if it's possible, schedule sometimes where you may, you know, where you get a weekend away or you get a night away. You know, I know mm-hmm. for us preachers, it's tough. Sundays, uh, we don't get many Sundays off. So when we talk about weekends, I don't mean Sunday. But at least to be able to take and, uh, you know, if you got some grandparents or you got some yeah. aunts and uncles for your kids that uh, every now and then you would uh, get a night away. Taken out away, you know, and uh, and I, you know, I'm pretty sure that uh, you know, if you say, well, just really can't afford that uh, here in Tennessee, that uh, we have two wonderful conference centers. That if you call the conference center and say, I'm looking for a night away, I got a feeling they'll they'll schedule you and they'll they'll help you out, uh, whether it's at uh, Carson Springs or or Linden Valley. One of those would work with you, or find a place. Right. And there's some there are many many places that will give minister discounts. Uh, if you contact them and uh, we mm-hmm. can help you with some of those resources, but places to go to take a night and get away 
Uh, there's just something special about that opportunity mm-hmm. to take a date night or even a 24-hour night, a 24-hour period where you get a getaway. And that's something I learned early on was to take some time when I get up, when I had a chance and got got a chance to spend some real quality quality time with my wife. That's mm-hmm. so imp- imperative. Uh, for the long-term health of, of mm-hmm. your church. Because, you know, as a pastor, you are on call 24-7. Right. I mean, you are always on call, and uh, you have a lot of nights that you, you know, you're you're there with your family, and the telephone rings, and an hour later, you finally got off that phone from that counseling session, right. or you get a call in the middle of the night that somebody's had a heart attack, somebody's had a stroke, they're rushing them to the hospital, and uh, those kind of things. And I would, I used to get those calls, and I'd turn to my wife, and I'd say, well, you think I should go? Well, the answer is obviously yes. <laughs> they didn't call you just to let you know. They called you, believe it or not, that maybe you would come, and you sort of represent God to them, you know. And yeah. I would always think, I can pray just as good from the bed, but the truth yeah. was probably not because i go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, get up and go. But being on call like that, then you need – you also need some time away from that. And your wife needs some undivided time with you. Mm-hmm. Times that you turn off the telephone, I mean, turn it off. Leave it leave it in the car if you're going into the restaurant. Do something to get away from that telephone because if not, you'll find yourself checking emails. You'll find sure. yourself doing text. You'll find yourself taking a call and uh, learn to put that phone aside. One of the... Uh, one of the real challenges of modern ministry is is to get unplugged from those things. How do I turn that phone off so that I can I can be able to be with my be with my family? Right. And uh, so that's that's one of the things I would just add with that as far as with uh, with uh, date nights with my with my wife and then turn, you know t- turn off the phone and turn the phone off. Mm-hmm. I know it's difficult. I want to kind of throw this in yeah. there that if a, if a you're probably a pastor. You may be listening to this right now. And you think there's no way I'm a small church and I can't I can't just turn off my phone because my congregation needs me, which is true. You know, if you need to to have uh, just a couple hours uh, or not away, direct those phone calls to uh, the the. Uh, uh, the deacons, yeah. uh, chairman of deacons, let him take that and let him minister for you and in, in your uh, your stead. And if he needs a contact, you do that. There are ways to do that. Don't just write it off that I have to do this. There are other men in your congregation who could help step up to help you to get some rest. Absolutely. You know, and that's one of the great values of like of deacon family plans in a church, you know, where deacons have those assignments and they and they and it's more than just something that's been on a piece of paper. But you're actually implementing that plan so that people understand that uh, Deacon Jones or mm-hmm. Deacon Smith, Deacon Williams, these are also ministers. They are, they are, we may be a small church, but we are together in ministry. Mm-hmm. They are, if you will, part of our staff. We're here to minister together. Right. And so it's really okay. If you call Deacon Jones, or you call Deacon Smith, it's really okay to call them uh, in this situation and uh, and let them let them minister. Right. I mean, goodness, we are the body of Christ. We've all got to, you know, and, and we can't do it. A pastor, you can't do it all yourself. You've got to learn to be able to delegate, to be able to share that ministry. And uh, sometimes even our own ego, if I can just be blunt and honest, sometimes our ego is fed by that. I'm that pastor and I'm always there. I'm always there for my people and I'm always so responsive. That can become a pride thing. And we need to we need to watch that that it's not becoming that for us, and that we allow other people to minister, and as we do that, in so doing, 
then it frees us up. And it actually gives us some margin, if you will, to give to our families. And they deserve it and they need it. We have uh, uh, some more things to go on this topic, but I, I think I want to continue this in our next session. So, uh, Joe, thank you for sharing that uh, for a few minutes and look for our next podcast and we'll continue this discussion on building a strong family in a glass house. Uh, thank you for joining us today and, and our podcast. I hope that you'll listen to us next time. Other uh, podcasts are within the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board, like the Reaching Tour Radio. I, pray, uh, I ask that you'll just look that up and uh, see if that may encourage you to be able to reach people in your community and uh, give you some uh, uh, just a, a real encouragement to, to, to follow up God's direction there. Uh, if you have any questions for uh, what we do at TM Baptist Camps or for Joe, please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Also, if you listen to us on iTunes or Google Play, uh, I ask that you'll just subscribe or just leave a comment. We'd love to hear your comments and encouragement. Just let us know if this is uh, benefiting you in any way. Until next time, I hope that you'll look for opportunities to share Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.